Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 40 of the 20 by 20 podcast, and we're your hosts, Nathan McFly. With Mr. Scheiss. And an Alpine's Andrews. Alright, alright. Here we go. Episode 40, fellas. We're almost at that year mark, man. How y'all feeling about that, man? Feeling great. That's I crazy. Mean, almost a year already? Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I we just started that. this a couple of weeks ago, man. Shit, man. That's crazy. Oh, man. 40, 40 episodes. On a weekly. My on girl don't weekly. think I should start on a week ago. <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> it really did it. Uh, so what's going on, fellas? How's, how's the work week been? How's the grind? Talk to me. Pretty crazy week. Yeah. Weather's been crazy. I know, man. I mean, what was it, Sunday? No, not Sunday. Yesterday, we had like, what, a 65 degree day? 64 degrees, yeah. And we were just told, talking about a polar vortex last week when we were recording. Yeah, freezing Now we're talking about 65 degree weather. Crazy. <laughs> right? Think about that. But yeah, man. I think we should get right into the nitty gritty. get right into it? Yeah, definitely. Just dive right into that. All right. So... There's a lot of things been going on. A lot of movement. I mean, AEW's been doing so much movement that we've been talking about them probably like every week since January. For the past five to six weeks, we've been talking AEW in, in some in some form. So now we have reports talking about Randy Orton being offered a crazy contract by AEW. This would definitely, you know, harbor into the, you know, not negotiating with uh, stars while they're under contract with another organization. I mean, Vince McMahon and company have been sued, fined, everything for doing stuff like that in the past. And now it's being done onto them. Talk to me, fellas. What's your what's your take on that? Speculations. Knowing All that it's Randy Orton. Regulations. Because I know, you know we were I heard, talking. I heard the same thing about Brock. Yeah. You know, um, you never, it could be anybody. A lot of people's contracts is up. AJ Styles, Nakamura. Then you got the Good Brothers coming up. A lot of these dudes that are close with these dudes from AEW. Contracts is coming. Yep. Yeah. So what? these are choices that people are going to make because a guy like AJ Styles and a guy like Nakamura that, that's not going to wrestle for you know, a long period of time can make this choice like, yo, you know what? I got a few years left. I'm going to go to AEW and... Work less dates and help, still make an impact. And help my guys out. Boom. Okay. I, I could get that LP. I'm already a name. Right? You're already a name. AEW is your last stop. You went everywhere. ROH, you went to TNA, you went to New Japan, you went to WWE. You was the man in every spot you was at. Yeah. So just why not put one more notch on And guess what I think? Kenny Omega probably won't be the best, like the, the greatest signing. He's going to be the, probably the, the greatest talent there, but... The, the Once one of the WWE dudes gets signed, like AJ Styles, if you ever get signed, a dude like Kevin Owens, that's going to be the star. They're going to be like, yo, this dude's here. And I don't think it's going to be Kenny Omega. Like, everyone's going to be like, yeah, he's here, but he was already there. It's not, it's not going to be yeah, a big pop. It, yeah, he, he was already there. He that. was already there with us in New Japan. Yo, all right, cool. We're already used to seeing that. Yeah, yeah you're used to no seeing surprise. Wrestle Yeah, it's not a surprise. Yeah. If he goes to WWE, he's going to be a surprise. Yes. But AEW is going to be like, all right, so everything continues. Everything looks strong. All right, now we're waiting for Marty Skull to come down, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're expecting. LP. No, I got to agree with uh, Shice with what he said, honestly. Like, yeah. I don't feel like Kenny Omega is going to be the star of AEW, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be a moment within this year that there's going to be the the face, the real mega signing, yeah. you feel me? And uh, it's, it's going to be someone we least expect. Yeah, and I, and I feel that that's Randy Orton. 
Because mm. that's somebody that nobody expected to go nowhere. He was groomed by WWE from OV, OVW. His dad's a Hall of Famer that worked with WWF when it was WWWF under Vince McMahon's father. I mean, he's been there. He's been under all that. The tutelage through all the greats. Triple H, uh, Ric Flair. I mean, you can name him while he was coming up. And for Randy Orton to leave WWE in order to go AEW, I know he's not like the premier star at the moment because of so many great talents right now in WWE, but I feel like that could actually cause a dent. You know what I mean? Like, Randy Orton isn't, you know, chopped liver at the end of the day. He's a great talent, and when he wants to work, he could put on a phenomenal match. But you got to love the... I don't give a fuck attitude because he's going to do what he wants to do. Now, with what you were saying, Shice, on the AJ Styles front, he would be a bigger signing, I think, than Kenny Omega to AEW for what you just said, where it's just the same thing and there's nothing different. He's going to be with his boys. He's going to be with the same group of talent he's always been with. My, you know, plus the other, other you know, new homegrown guys that they have over there. That they're trying to, you know, grow with. But this whole thing about Randy Orton, even just the thought of Randy Orton leaving WWE just sounds wrong. Am I, am I, am I, am I like reading too much into it or? It, it sounds wrong. It reminds me of like, what if Shawn Michaels would have left to go to WCW mm. to join his boys? You know, it yeah. never happened, but it was what almost there. Like, it's like it a, almost it's a what happened. If? It almost happened. You know? And so let's see what happens with Randy Orton because we don't yeah, know. We don't know. We like don't I said, he's exactly. a, you know, that's you never know what talk. he's thinking. That's just people talking. Yeah, it's just, that could be just people talking and Randy's just living living the life and just making, it yeah. sh- making sure that, you know, people are still talking about it. You know what I mean? But besides that, uh... There's other people linked into leaving. And one group that really, like, struck me, like, surprised me. I was like, I would have never thought this group would even be put into this category was the Usos. You know, like, uh, um, the guy from Fightful, the Fightful Network, was it Sean, Sean Ross Sapp? That's his name? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He's talking about the Usos contract is coming up. And... They are very, very concerned with the fact that the Usos might not sign back with the WWE. So, with that being said, gentlemen, if the Usos don't sign back with the WWE, how much of a blow do you think that's gonna that's gonna be for not only the tag team division but for the WWE as a whole? LP, talk to me. With the Usos leaving, mm-hmm. it would be a pretty big blow, bro. Because honestly, that's where they came up. Their name value is WWE. And, and they're homegrown. The, the family lineage and everything. Exactly. But it'll be nice to see them in a new, uh, what's the word? Like a, a, a new environment. You feel me? With new faces. Yeah. We find we'll finally get to see the young bucks or Usos. Maybe you know, there's a lot of people that we get to see the Usos go against. We'll probably see them split. You know, we've always had the Uso brothers together. Why don't we split them up? You know. So you, you see the Usos trying to go like what singles? I, I can't no, see no, the Usos at singles. No, man. like I, I would say like AEW will allow them to do whatever they want. You feel me? Like the, the Usos have so many things. I'll like, be a that would be so awesome, it, having having a having two factions and one of the Usos being the leader of each faction. Faction, think so? And going at each other ah, on some blood, on the blood nah, feud. And nah. then later on, you know what I'm saying? You can say even finally the get ends. They become, you know, the, the oh dude, hey, you know? you're my brother. Yeah, you know, like that's how uh, that's how know. these storylines go, bro. You could always get you could always start it off with LAX versus Uso, and then Kony and getting into somebody's ear. Jimmy's ear. Yeah, but how are you going to do LAX for Suso when LAX is still contracted on the impact? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're that's right. what I'm saying. Like, that's... just think what I'm trying to tell you. But also, AEW is allowing their wrestlers to go independent still? Or is Some it... of them are exclusive. Some of them it's are exclusive. It's just exclusively to AEW. AEW. But some 
can work their in, independent dates and stuff like that. Just like Jericho. Jericho is signed to AEW, but he could still He still does he's still doing New, New Japan. Japan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he which still is, got stories going on. But a lot of the people they're trying to they're trying to bring in right now, I'm pretty sure they're trying to sign exclusively. You know? Because they're building a brand and they're trying to build characters. So they have to sign a core group. I'm not talking about a core group of five. I'm talking about like a core group of like twenty. No, no, yeah, of course, you a know core what I mean? group. Like what WWE they're, they're, has a core group. Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. The faces that we see on TV. So, that's what they I mean, need. I mean, the Usos leaving could be very, very detrimental towards the tag team division in WWE in its entirety because not only have been the Usos linked. To leaving, but also a, another popular and big tag team, the New Day. Imagining Usos and the New Day leaving, I mean, of course, it opens up spots for other people, but... That's five Jesus, stars gone. You know, like, yo, you have, yeah, five stars gone, but you also you have a five-star match out the window. And then four of them are homegrown, and one of them, Xavier Woods, has been... In, in yeah, 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 he's a traveled guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But still, it's just like, wow, this talent just left? What does the other talent actually think now? All right, these guys who are the veterans bounce. Where are they going? Hypothetically speaking, they go to AEW. How does that look on the youngins coming in? Or the new breed coming in? Do they take that as a challenge in order to step up and do what they need to do in order to bet to, to better the better the company and move it forward? Or do they look at it like maybe this is not the end all be or maybe I could go somewhere else and do my thing? Maybe this is a sinking ship. I mean, no, I don't I, think I, no, I no, think, no, no, no. If they think it's a sinking ship, if they think WWE is a sinking ship, they are misinterpreted. No. They are. Totally wrong. All right, so let me, so I just want to clarify with that. I just like with with what AEW is doing is just giving everybody else another opportunity to shine. You feel me? No, definitely. That's yeah. all it really That's is. That's what they doing. And like people, if like if you know veterans leave one company to help out another company, I'm sure Vince sees it as kind of like a, a blow to him, but. A betterment for his company to have the fresh faces push forward his you know everything everything yeah. that they have so i don't think it'll be like you know i i think it'll be the first thing you know that the young talent will actually put the weight on their shoulders and carry it through like you can't always rely on veterans that's that's how we end up with undertaker and like 78 wrestlemanias and we're tired <laughs> of it no nah, but ser seriously though like i feel that well, not feel, but I'm hoping that, you know, we don't see the Usos or the New Day leave the WWE. The end all be all, I'm hoping that's not happening. I don't think, I don't think, personally don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to stay in WWE. I would like to. Well, what makes you think, what makes you think that they're going to stay? Right now, they don't fit in AEW. They don't fit in AEW. You think they're too big for it? Not only are they too big, but AEW. You're saying not only are the Usos too big right for AEW. Right at this moment, yeah. yeah. A um, uh, dudes like Usos, you gotta have on TV weekly. Right now, you're not gonna have that with AEW. You're not gonna have that with AEW until maybe next year. So who knows? Maybe they they struck they strike a deal, and by the summer they get they get they got a they got a, a network that's gonna show them weekly, bro. You, a network is not gonna, a network's not gonna invest in you, when you haven't really done nothing yet. Well, look at look at Lucha Underground. Okay, look at Lucha Underground. Uh, they network. came in, yeah, they awesome. came in with a what if nobody like me, any, I, no story. You know, go ahead. Can I present this idea to the both of you, yeah, and then you guys ahead. tell me individually what you guys think? What if, Mister Billionaire, Billionaire Ted, remember Billionaire Ted? Yeah. Guys remember Billy Ted from WCW? Of course. What if he wants to get into this? Nah. He's not gonna get into this. Wait. He won't. All right, but wait, hold on. What if he wants to get into this and just say, hey, how about I'll give you Tuesdays? I'll give you the Tuesday slot that you want. Just to be an asshole to Vince? Yeah. 
Just to try to stick it to him one more. No homo. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. But nah, or, I wouldn't think it'll be a good. Because or, look, listen. He, or whatever he's wait, wait. like, you know what? Not me. I already lost money doing this shit. You know what would be a nice blow to Vince wait. if listen, they signed to the USA? The way he lost money is because he put everything into it without actually being a part of it. He gave it their own time slots. You know what I'm saying? He invested into the company, but without knowing what the company was about. He's not investing into the company. He's just basically giving them a time slot on the television network that he owns. So what if he does that? What if he does that? Let's say Tuesday nights, TNT, 8 o'clock, we have AEW wrestling. Or Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock, on TBS, we have AEW wrestling. Dude, that'll bring a nostalgic factor to a lot of people that's been watching wrestling in our age group. People are in their late 20s to mid 30s. You know what I'm saying? It's a nostalgic factor when we used to watch WCW Saturday nights or WCW Sunday afternoons, Saturday afternoons. I think in order to know what's going on with AEW, like I was trying to explain to what Joe earlier. Shout out to SM2, by the way. Shout out to SM2. Shout out to the Nation of Domination. Yeah. Well, I hope that caught that. Word. (laughs) You got to be watching Being the Elite. If you're watching Being the Elite, then you know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, so they, to they, me, they got like 200,000 so people to me, watching So to me, stuff. what they're doing is like they already have a storyline building. They already have these characters creating. Exactly. They're already promoting Joey um, Janela, wasn't he? Joey Janela, of course. The other, the asshole, SM. A- MJF. MJF. The dude's an yeah, asshole. He's a SM. <laughs> like, and that character that he's playing is dope. It's dope. The way he's it's going. Dope, the the way he went at Hangman Page and, yep. and the Bucks. Crazy. $5 coffee, kid. Yo, like, <laughs> funny. So right now, they're building a storyline. But in order for you to know what's going on, you got to watch it. So if you're going to be watching AE, you know, All Elite Wrestling, like, out of the blue, you're not going to really get it at first. But if you're going to start watching these episodes and going back to, like, how it really originated and started, then you'll know, like, all right, there's a storyline here. This is going to go somewhere. And then you got these new characters coming in, and you're looking at these characters on Being the Elite, like we just mentioned, yeah. they be like, all right, this is his character. This is what he be doing. He's going to be like the asshole. He's the Miz of AEW. Yeah. You know, he's this guy from, you know, Yo, just perfect, like that. Perfect analogy there. Perfect. Just like that. So you're ready. So can I ask a question? Hold on. Yeah. Ask that question. Hold on. We got SM2. SM2 is actually going to say something right now on the pod. He question. has a question. Question. What is AEW going to offer... Uh, these guys that Vince or any other promotion wasn't offering them. All right. What I think, I'm sorry, guys. I know I just went into it, but just let me talk real quick. What I think that they're going to offer these guys, like these new talents, old talents, mid-range talents, whatever. What I think that they're going to offer them is creative control. As Jericho said earlier, he has a ton of creative control, you know, being with AEW. And with WWE, you know, they say Vince will always hear you. If you have an idea and if you have something to build a character, Vince will always hear you out and work with you on something. If he doesn't like it, he's going to tell you he doesn't like it. But I feel like with AEW, they have a little more leniency towards creative control and... I feel that they would work with the talent a little more closely towards the fact that they'll try to mold their idea into something they think that could work. Unless the idea is trash. You feel what I'm saying? And of course, everybody's going to say, that's what you're going to go for. Like, at the, end of, at the end of the day, it's like everybody is creative and everybody wants to have some type of control over what they're doing. When they don't have control over what they're doing, they feel it, it could come to a to a time where they're gonna feel lost. They're gonna feel not wanted. They're gonna feel like they don't matter. But the thing is, at the end of be all, you need to grind it out. You know what I'm saying, Chase? So, 
I don't think is the creative control part. What they're doing right now is grabbing certain dudes that that are good but don't have that shine. You know what I'm saying? So in AEW, you're gonna have that shine because right now we're not flooded with you know a hundred dudes in the back that. 15, 20 of them are going to get shine. Everybody that's in the back is going to get shine. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So we're going to sign you to this exclusive deal. You're going to have some product type of control, depending on who you are, you know, who you are. You know, like you're going to get to say, you know, what you want to do, or, you know, say here. You're going to do moves that you want to do that you're not allowed to do in um, WWE. Because WWE has some restrictions on things that you can and cannot yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, because they don't want they don't want the the backlash off of that. If somebody so injured, you know, definitely. like you're gonna you know you're gonna have that. You're gonna have shine exposure. They could sell T-shirts. It's known that they've sold T-shirts, hot topics. You know what I'm saying? Bobbleheads or whatever. Um, Funko Pops. Those those things. Like they they sell. They sell. So. They're going to offer them more than what WWE is offering them right now. Okay, so what do you think, LP? And by the Why? way, really quick, but the the whole thing where he said about um, uh, creative control, I disagree a little bit because that's how WCW went down. Yeah. Everybody had creative control. And... No, much, I, I'm not saying everybody's going to have too it. Too much creative control, bumping heads, everybody yeah. wants to be the man. I don't think everybody's going to have no, it. No, that's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, think everybody's going to have it, but these... Not. Yeah, we hope not. But I feel like these these talents that are coming in, they're going to have somewhat of a voice into what's going on. Like, just like us, when we, when we discuss things, you know, an argument, an educated argument, bro. And then we come together and then come come together and make make one full like idea. Everybody puts in their bits. It's like having a Venn diagram. You know? You have like you have the stuff that, that are that are that are intertwined and in and actually in sync with each other. And then I, and then the outer portion of it is stuff that are just opposite to each other. You just you just gotta meet at the center, you gotta meet at the circle, man. You know what I'm saying? Word. LP, talk to me, kid. Talk to me, baby. I know you got stuff to say. Talk to me, my man. Well, I need you to clarify your question one more time because... Yes. Well, with what SM2, a.k.a. Woodrow, a.k.a. the hottest rapper in Flushing. But anyways. (laughs) But check it. So what he was saying is that what would be basically... Like, the advantage of signing AEW over signing to WWE. Exposure in a different level. Like, there's a lot of fans that's never seen these acts before. Like, Shai said, your best option is to start from being the elite. You Mm -hmm. feel me? And if you go all the way back, being the elite started out as, like, a documentary of two brothers traveling the world wrestling independent, you know, and it was like two brothers and a friend, Kenny Omega and the Jacksons, the Young Bucks. You see them progress. Then they started adding in little stories, little like jokes and stuff. Yeah. And then they started adding in their friends, mm-hmm. other wrestlers, and you saw other wrestlers act a different mm-hmm. way. You started seeing characters. You started seeing characters from these wrestlers that you've only seen wrestle because in independence you only see videos of them wrestling. You never see storyline. So, they, of course, they signed the talent that they signed because they know they got charisma. They know they got it, you know, that they could shine and that WWE passed up on these guys and why not give them a shot at TV, right? Ah, so, okay. you know, like, the Young Bucks and Cody did this so smart, man. Like, it started off as, like, a straight-up, out of thin air, yo, a dollar bet that could make this actually happen. You feel me? Like, for real. Like that's how legit how it started, cause I'm sure this uh, the the backer of uh, what, what's his name uh, uh, Tony Khan. Tony Khan, like I'm sure he saw all in and he saw exactly what was going down. How these guys were doing it through social media, like yo, we're looking for a spot, but we're boom, 
They started putting it on the elite. You know, everything was just like a surprise. Everything gave people anticipation. They started building up more fan, you know, more fandom, more, yeah. more few, more views on YouTube. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, 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 yeah. like, if you start off from there, you're gonna see the, you're gonna see and experience it alone how they grew into what where they are now. Gotcha. And how the how the wrestlers are. Everybody, whoever's a wrestling fan, always enjoys wrestling just based on talent. We just want to see how these guys on are on TV. You know, we judge them by how they are on the mic, besides yeah. how they are on the ring. And a lot of the guys they sign are, are legit. Like you give them a mic, they could work if you don't give them restrictions. And WWE is a, lo a lot of limited. You know, it's limited to a lot of people. You feel me? So I'm sure if they lose big talent to AEW. There's reasons, but, you know, there's still that it factor for WWE, but AEW is going to work. Like, it's going to work, man. Like, I'm anticipating to watch it on on television. Yeah, I'm just you know, hoping that if, on they get on, or something. If, they get, if they do get on television, it's nationwide. It's not only for certain uh, certain states, and then if you're in this state, maybe your cable, cable provider doesn't have it. Like, I, nah. Yeah, I don't want it. They gotta go in when when it comes to the the TV deal. They gotta go in on that. Yeah, I don't want it on like another channel called like Pursuit or some like Pop or anything that I got. I mean, look Pop, for. we got it. Yeah, we got it. You Pursuit. Know? I'm like, I'm I'm not sure if we got it. I don't, I don't know. know. I can't I, find. I, can't I, find I never it. heard the channel until it happened with Yo. Impact. So I have no fucking clue. Yeah. About so that. like, you know, I'd rather have it like on like a major network. You feel yeah. me? I'm sure they could get it, and it'll so, be a smart move. It so would be a smart move, man. From what we're talking about with, like, you know, people leaving, staying, contracts, AEW, WWE, everything, all, end all, be all, we have Dean Ambrose. So, Dean Ambrose this Monday was in a segment with Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, and EC3 making his debut on the main roster. So, I understand... EC3 getting the win. A cheap win. You know, a little roll-up win. But the announcers, like, actually playing into the story of Dean Ambrose leaving. Like, he's not going to be here anymore. We don't know what's going on. We, we love the Dean. You know, all, all this bagamonderia. All this craziness, right? Do you think, and I'm asking Shice and LP, do you guys think that this contract expiring thing is it reality because a lot of like real industry inside people within you know the wrestling community are talking about like it's real it's for sure this is what's happening do you think it's just a storyline and it or is it real talk i actually hope it's a storyline because it'll be different you know, have a lot of wrestlers involved. You know, have the talks of Uso and New Day involved. Like you know, okay. disgruntled wrestlers, yeah. not 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 enjoying the circumstances that they're given. Like they're they're breaking the fourth wall. They're coming out during uh matches, but like at the commentating table and just like yo, I don't get why these guys are shining. Ah, you know, stuff like that. You know, build to this point. Okay. If this is a story, if, if this, this is a story. story. That's what I'm asking. Do you but, think it's a story or real talk? I would like to. I would like it to be a story because, like I said, it'd be different. But right now, there's too many things going on. This is the type of. This is the season where all these rumors happen. Yeah. And so WrestleMania, and then everything dies down for a little bit to SummerSlam. You know. Okay, so, so. Shice, talk to me. Um. To me, is it? to me, it's as real as the stage name. That ain't his real name. That's his stage name. So you think so, he's retiring the name? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's as real as it is. His contract for Dean Ambrose is done. I don't think that... It's Jonathan Good's Yeah, name. right? <laughs> it's not Johnny Good, baby. Oh, it's not Johnny so, Good. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think this is real. I think this is just another... It's a work. Line. Yeah. You know, like, I don't see AEW signing uh, Dean Ambrose right okay. now. Okay. So, um, with you saying that, right, this, this guy into the, into the, you know, realm of pro wrestling with Fightful, Sean Ross Sapp, he's usually, like, correct about 99% of the time. Like, 
everything he said that either is going to happen or is happening happened. Yeah. And he's saying he had said that this Dean Ambrose thing is real. That he's On not going to be here after WrestleMania. Mm. You know what I mean? So for for a source like that that usually gets everything right, you think this is the one that he's gonna really get wrong? You think this is the one that like curb like so the he's gotten everything right. Insiders. He's gotten everything right. So this is the, the one, this is the one that he got paid for Ooh. to predict. Ooh, that Dean Ambrose is leaving. Ice bomb. I mean, you you never know. We got guys that pay guys to pay guys to fish out stuff like that. <laughs> How's his credibility? Great, ninety nine point nine. Like that guy not said. All right, pay him. Oh, they they, they talk they talking about me. They talking about me at Titan Towers. Yeah. They talking about me at Titan Towers. Oh, that's 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 fire right there, bro. That's that's like one step closer to that, a job, that, right? That would be the that brilliant is. thing to do, no? Yeah, definitely. Hire the guy that predicts these things and, you know, got to, you know. Not only predicts, but he has, like, these insiders for some reason, And the insider's like, yo, here's, you know, here. You know, this is what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Insane. Insane, man. I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts, fellas? Talk to me right now, man. There's a lot of things going on. A whole bunch of shit. So <laughs> yeah, man, talk it, talk this shit right now. So man. what do you? Th- All right, um, anybody see Raw? Yeah, you know what stuck out to me on Raw? What was that promo that Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins did? Pretty tough, yo. I'm actually happy that they brung back Zack Ryder. Yes. Not just because he's from fucking Long Island, Queens, but. Long Island, Long Island, New York. Queens. My bad. <laughs> it's basically the same shit. Though. Yeah, Long Island. This is basically the same shit. That shit is right there. Um, not only because he's from here, but you know, like he's a good wrestler. He's to me, he's entertaining. Yeah. And Kurt Hawkins, that losing streak was pretty funny at the beginning, but got kind of boring at the end and. Because there was Yo. no, there was no end factor. There was These are the guys that, like... that you need to build up before they also leave as well. Yeah. So, guys like Dolph Ziggler, like all these type of dudes, you need to, you need to build now. You need to push them now, because if not, they're just gonna be one of AEW's uh, rosters, and that's who you need right now. You need fillers. AEW yeah. needs fillers, and guess what? Um, you get Zack Ryder, my dude, a win. A win. No, why? Oh, Because he got he got a gimmick going on. They already know who Zack Ryder is. He's a name. He's a household name. You know. So mm-hmm. having him on AEW roster, I wouldn't mind. I'm paying you more than uh, these guys are paying you, and you're on TV more. But going back to what they did on Raw, like just that, just them giving yeah, him that everything. Two go, everything goes back to AEW somehow. Somehow, Amazing. somehow, some way. But you know and what it is because. Because they're added into the picture now. Yeah, they're added in. That's that's what it is, bro. But back to Raw, like you said, man. There's a gamble. I love the fact that they gave him, even though it was only like about two, two and a half minutes, they gave him the shine in order to work what they're doing. Because Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins together was a great tag team as the Edgeheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? They they were, like Zack Ryder said, the the youngest guys to win the tag team championships. They came in as the major bros. Major from, bros. From o- OVW. That's why their podcast is called the Major Brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? This right here could be that Cinderella story walking in to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? What is it? Beginning of February. You got two months. Within two months, the way WWE has been building stories, within two months, they can have... Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins looking like actually contenders to the Raw Tag Team titles. Now, we have the Revival who just got their chance at winning the Raw Tag Team titles once again. 
Right, Let's you say guys they are win stuck it. Stuck on these revival guys, bro. No, no, no I'm just I'm saying. Wait, so hold on, hold on. Like, can, can I fucking talk, bro? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. But like I just said, they're win- they they got their they got their shit. They're gonna go face uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode for the titles. Cool. By the way, they're nowhere to be found on fucking TV. Sometimes it boggles my mind when they're fucking tag team title holders. But anyways. <clears throat> Have the revival beat them? The rivals just taunting and going around town, saying that they're the best that anything has ever done, and all that other good stuff, right? Just bragging. Had these guys coming up, they they could win. They could easily win uh, a tornado match, a tag team tornado match, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, be inserted mm-hmm. if it's not on the main show. Be inserted in the pre-show for WrestleMania. You, but you know the pop and have them come out with Edge. Oh, you know, this is WrestleMania. We got to do it big. Have them come out with Edge for that tag team title match. That could be a WrestleMania moment once again for Zack Ryder and for the first time for Kurt Hawkins. And you're in New York? Two guys from New York? I think I just wrote. I, I wrote a nice story for them right now. <laughs> so, not yeah, even. This is something that we haven't thought about really I just, quick. And you just, we, I just, you just gave it in. a you, nice story. For yo. them. You put it in the air. It went out in the air. It's in the what waves. <laughs> Somebody in WWE caught it. Hopefully. <laughs> catch it. Catch it. Yeah. It's, we'll it's get, rolling. We'll get back to Raw and SmackDown really quick. But, yo, what if Vince McMahon is actually paying dudes to have these rumors and have these things circulating. God, you're getting a little in-depth. You're, you're like, thinking, oh, these guys in the back are, you know, unhappy. Oof. Get that out there. The Revival's Ooh, I, not happy. I thought we were just Get that out there. there. Not really. You know, we just mentioned one one person, you know, that, that guy Nats is talking about, 99.9. Yeah, but you just, you just... But in general. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make I, this go around, like, really happening. Like... You know, yeah, their contract is coming up. And you know, what a fucking time because AEW is doing this stunt. Let's use this to our advantage. Let's make this a storyline. Yeah, Dean Ambrose is probably leaving. But let's make that into a storyline that he's leaving if he's leaving. All right, you're going to get one. But you know what? You're not going to get them. But we're going to use it like they're unhappy and, you know, they want to leave as well. And that's going to make a storyline. In reality, you're not really getting a lot of people. You're getting guys like, you know, who did he just sign? Jimmy uh, Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. You know what I'm saying? Probably a great wrestler. Oh, he but is. He is. You got to look at his know, work. He's really good. It's nothing to compare to these dudes, you know, what they have in WWE. And like WWE said, man, they're not, they're not, they're not battling right now for, for top wrestlers and, you know, overall wrestlers. They're battling other... Um, Networks like TBS, yeah. you know, other for what air they got time, in their time slot. yeah, for yeah. their time slot. But the thing is, to battle for views, order, to battle for merchandise, to battle for sales, you know, all this other stuff that now that they're invested in, that that's their main, that's their millions and millions of dollars. That's their focus. Yes. But I think in order for them to keep on fighting the good fight, like you just said, against other networks and their and their programming. They have to have the best programming in their position, which is sports entertainment. You got to have the best programming. That means you have to have the best talent. And, you know, them not signing uh, Kenny Omega, I don't think that's the end-all, be-all. You know what I mean? You re-sign the people you think that might be leaving. You re-sign them. Those 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 big echelon people, you re-sign them, and then you build up that young talent. You got to learn how to build up the young talent. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, all these guys in their 20s and early 30s that's on the come up, at one point, they have to be the face of the company. After that, all these dudes in NXT nah. right now that are on the come up. Those dudes are going to be the face. That's what I'm saying. What Matt, do you mean, F that? I'm, I'm saying exactly what you well, just said. Right. You said in the 30s, these dudes are like 20s. No? I'm, saying, I'm saying 20s and 30s. Right. <laughs> this guy's here. They're, they're, they're getting into their 30s, bro. Yeah, whatever. But Matt, that dude, Matt Riddle, is the truth right now. Mm-hmm. 
Adam Cole needs great to show way to up. Bring, the great way to bring him up is through is through Brock. So let's see what happens on that. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Zack Ryder and Kerr Hawkins. Hopefully, God willing, they got something coming for them, man. Kenny Omega has said that he describes WWE as the place where one goes to close out their career. Do you think he's throwing any shade by it? Or do you think that's like the perfect perfect description of what WWE is now in wrestling, in the world of wrestling? Yeah, perfect description. It's a safe it's a safe environment, WWE, you know? It has what do you mean li- by safe environment? It has its limits for its, for the competitors on their body, but well, right now with what's going off AEW, the way their contracts could be different, so it might give more leniency on dates. Right now, their dates are pretty crazy, but if like you're used to traveling on the regular, that wouldn't be a problem, you know. Okay. So, I feel like that he's right. Like if you're already tired of putting in those bumps and shit like that, you you already put out your name value and you. You know, you could have your run to, you know, have your five, six years on in WWE and close it out. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. I agree with that. Shice. Um, I don't know how to go by it. Like, I don't think that's right. Because you got a lot of fresh guys that are coming into WWE and, you know, like, and and going to other promotions after that. So... Nah, I don't think I don't think he's. In my opinion, I don't think that's right. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right because what does that say for the youngins coming in and actually get a chance to make some noise within the biggest company in the world when it comes to professional wrestling and sports entertainment? You know, like. What if they're making their mark and doing what they have to do and then they become bigger stars than the people that are saying stuff like this? You know, like, it's all an argument and it's all he he said, she said. But I feel like this type of phrase that he said within whatever interview or whatever he just did was just wrongly worded, to be honest. And nowadays with the promotions that are coming up and he should know that, that WWE ain't where you go to... To what, what you know, whatever he said, like yeah, to retire basically. Yeah. So where do you go to retire? Where do you go for your last big hurrah? You feel me? You're gonna go for the main stage. Yeah, but not everybody can have the main stage. But that gives you that a age. hint that that's his idea for a main stage last hurrah. All right, but you know? he better he better but not at he the better same not time, like have that star being a little you know. I don't. A I think shrunk by the well, time. Maybe, he gets maybe, there. maybe he is right. Maybe he is right. You know, like if you look at it, right. there's a lot of wrestlers that did that. I don't think it, even he's Sting right. did it. I don't think he's right because his like, last it, match was in a WWE ring. Okay, but that's Sting because he didn't want at a time when he could have came to the WWE. He went to TNA. Yo, Never you heard played. Undertaker took off WWE from yeah. his uh, Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it is what it is. Um, he's gonna he's gonna be. The main event for the Hall of Fame. That's what he's going to be. Yes. Mm, That's that's him. He's not going to have a WrestleMania match. I hope so. He's done already. Undertaker's done. Like, this was great. Speaking of Hall of Fame, fucking... That stapler is the company. The Hart Foundation. Leave that behind, sir. Yes. The Hart Foundation. Minus British Bulldog, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman. They're talking about the original Hart Foundation with manager Jimmy Hart and Bert Hart and Jim Anvil Nightheart. Oh, so a heart attack? R.I.P. R.I.P., my brother. But the thing is, I love the fact that they're putting uh, the Anvil in to the Hall of Fame. But come on, man. Like, how many years are we going to go without having the British Bulldog, Owen Hart, or Brian Pillman? Brian Pillman was the first ever Cruiserweight Champion. When the Cruiserweight Championship was founded in WCW in 1991. 
And one of the craziest storylines ever with him and Austin. Austin. And then you have the British Bulldogs. Davy Boy Smith. Like, everything he he did. He main evented SummerSlam. I think it was SummerSlam 92 from Wimbledon. Wait, did Davy Boy Smith retire in WCW or... He uh, he wrestled last match in WWE. To be honest, I really don't know because I know he switched up in you know back and forth, and you know he died young. I think maybe yeah, he died young. Maybe what forty three? Forty two, I think. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's go to the. I'm Google not sure plan. about why Owen Hart. Maybe Owen Hart's too too early. Maybe you know like. Nah, but the thing with Owen Hart is it's his uh it's his widow. Why? Right, what about her? She's not she, down with WWE. She's or not down with WWE. She thinks it's all their fault. On you know when he died, uh, he was oh wow, he didn't even get to turn forty. He was thirty nine years old. David Boy Smith. Oh man, but um, Owen Hart, it's it's a back and forth with his wife, and Brett has even been on record saying that she's holding him back from being part of the Hall of Fame, and it's just having that name. The Hart Foundation. I know it's it's close to the tag team of Bret Hart and Jim DeAnvil, but when you think of Hart Foundation, especially us, when, with uh, the era we came up with, the Attitude Era, we thought about the click of the Hart Foundation, which was Bret Hart, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, Brian Pillman, and Jim DeAnvil. Those five together was dope. We saw a different side of Brett. I mean, Brett and Jim DeAnvil, they came into the industry as heels with Jimmy Hart as their manager. But we don't know them like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you, Shice, who, you know, are fucking Bret Hart fans. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. We know him more as a face. When we saw him do that heel that heel turn, I think LP can agree with us. That was a, that was a really fucking great turn. Which heel turn, though? When uh, after was it after WrestleMania 13 after the match with uh, Steve Austin mm, yeah, when he yeah, formed yeah. the Hart Foundations and everything and it went on that anti-America tirade, which led to a Canadian Stampede and which led to the Montreal School Job. Yeah, no, but Canadian Stampede, the greatest pay-per-view yes. on earth. Yo, dude, that that pay-per-view was honestly tough. was the best pay-per-view that WWE's had in a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much, so much there. And I just feel and wish that we could have had the other two brothers there, man. That's all I'm saying. You know, they hold hold a lot of records within professional wrestling just being, you know, the first this or the umpty intercontinental champion, tag team champion, cruiserweight champion, European champion, whatever it may be. And I just want to say at the end of all this... R.I.P. Davy Boy Smith, R.I.P. Brian Pillman. You guys are still missed and always be missed. And also the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, as well. And you're always missed, always. These three should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe one year we'll get them. You know, I mean, it is New York. Anything happens in New York, right? Anything can happen in New York, they say, right? Right, fellas? Right. So. Oh, you got something to say? Talk yeah, to me. Well, Talk yeah. to me. I don't know. You're not saying much. So, you hearing this rumor about um, Charlotte Flair being in the triple threat match at WrestleMania? Yes. There's like a little rumor yes. going on. Yes, yes, yes. So, there's also a rumor that's saying that Becky Lynch might be really hurt. Oh, like, like her knee, knee is. Like, is... Really hurt. But they also say it could be a work. They're also saying that they've even seen her um, airports with the cast limping, like spots where, you know, she's just by herself. That could be some old school shit. And she's just there limping with the cast on, like. That could be some like, old school shit. People. Kate Fabian? Yeah, man. Like, yo, remember the, the talent like, back in the day, they made sure they Work the storyline, dude. Bro. Remember Matt Hardy? We now, all assumed he was really crazy at one point. Like, Yo, this guy probably that's lost his shit. With first <laughs> Stephanie McMahon and then Triple H was crazy. 
Yeah. I feel like they're trying to turn into the female Stone Cold Steve Austin. She's already on the way there, they're like they're like that's why building her character. Yo, right now, pretty nuts. The way they're building their character, my bad, homie, I cut you no, off, yeah, but it's working with the way they're building Ronda Rousey once she's gone. Because when she yeah. comes back, she might come back as their bodyguard. Okay, you feel me? Like, what if she's the one that's that could, you know, beat Becky Lynch when she has a title? What if? This match happens between Becky and Ronda, right? And we get one of those moments, the way it happened with Austin and The Rock, where nobody ever thought Austin was going to side himself with the corporation. Nobody thinks either of those wrestlers are going to side themselves because, you know, Ronda... Ronda had a match between them and basically, you know, gave them the business. But then you also have Becky Lynch, who's having real confrontations with Stephanie and Triple H. What if one of them turns, like, absolutely heel on some shit where, like, Stephanie hands Ronda the belt. No, not Ronda. Hands Becky the belt. And Becky just blams Ronda with the belt, bro. What I think. What do you think? What I think is going to be, like, going on is the person that's going to go heel is going to be Charlotte Flair. Mm. And Triple H and, and Stephanie probably is the one that's going to help you, her yeah. you, get you, into can, that. Can you feel that. something like that coming? And that's going to be, like, the new, you know, yeah. faction probably. That would be pretty tough. But, yo, but you feel that coming, right? That you feel that kind, of, that kind of thing coming? Yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. they're going to help somebody win this match? Yeah. What do you think, LP? Yeah. Right? And I, could, I could see it being Ronda. Yeah. That's why I've been wanting for Ronda to be the bodyguard for Stephanie. Ooh. Like, she should have been that character. They shouldn't have brushed the title on her. You feel me? It but, might not even be Ronda. It might just, like, a, it might be Charlotte. It might be, like, this is Ronda leaving because, you know, she's taking that break. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly want to have a kid. Could be Charlotte, you yeah. know? Could be Charlotte. There's a lot of lot of shit going Who on. Who obeys there. Triple H? Yeah. Because yeah. he asked, he told her to get out the ring and she, he left. Right when she was told. Crazy, crazy. Also, I heard there was going to be a, a, a shake up going on. Yeah, yeah. That's like another mean. SmackDown Raw shake up in, uh, what is it, the UK? Nah, they had it in um, Canada. In Canada, they had something running. No, they gotta have no. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to tell you is that the superstar shakeup wasn't advertised out here in the states. It was advertised in Canada. That's what people know about it right now. It was advertised in Canada. I forgot for what month, but it was advertised April, out there that they're gonna do the superstar shakeup and those other stuff. And one of the graphics is Braun Strowman going to SmackDown and Daniel Bryan going to Raw. I'll be pretty cool. I mean, it's cool, but what they got to really understand is that SmackDown is really going to be the A show. If you're going to be on Fox with all that money being generated through there, hopefully, they have to have SmackDown be the A show. I don't know if that fits into Vince's, you know, Vince's ego. I don't know if he thinks, you know, like, because the first thing you start all the time, you think it's your baby. Raw is his baby. SmackDown was just like, you know, what well, well, got birthed after Raw. But it's also just, his baby. Yeah, it's also you his know. baby. But at the end of the day, he, I feel like not only him, but just WWE in general, they have to make the, spec, the SmackDown product better. I mean, I know the SmackDown product is good at the moment, but it has to be better. To the point where they're going to see three... Four ratings on on TV. That's what they need from that. They they need that from that because I know uh, Fox. They're already talking about this is just like a trial a trial period yeah. for them being on on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So if it's a trial period for them being on Fridays, they got to make sure that their their ratings are going to be double, maybe even triple what they're really doing. Because if it's not, they they're, they're going to be moved to another day, and there might be a slot where they're not going to even get the ratings that they're used to. Mm-hmm. So they gotta Yo. make things happen. They gotta make it work. Far off topic, other side of the world. LP. Yeah. Do you know that Naito 
wants to be the like the next heavyweight champion and intercontinental champion yeah. at the same time. Like he wants to run with yeah. both belts. He wants to make sure that Lij has everything. Yeah, for real. I, I think Lij he should. has everything. That's I think he crazy. Should. He does. Lij he definitely has should. Has belts? that ever been done when a guy holds both belts no, in, in I don't New think Japan? So. Uh, New Japan, I don't believe so. I don't believe. Lij so. has the junior tag belts. They have the heavyweight belts. They have the intercontinental. Belt. But Naito will be doing that. That would be pretty. That'll fucking be awesome. that'll be fire. That would be pretty awesome, dude. He keeps on catching that IC title. There was a moment that he used to throw that around. Now he's now holding he's, it. He's, he's actually, like, really holding yeah. it. Yeah. He's holding it. He's like, that belongs to me. <laughs> he's like, that always comes to me. He's like, it belongs to me. But if he ends up having that, that heavyweight title, that'd be dope. a dope storyline to begin with. Begin Super with, Naito? Not even that. Just having Lij dripping, dripping gold. No, they're dripping in gold. And Every member it, of Lij has gold. Have it either build the faction stronger, which add another member, or tear it apart. Well, they which have, has Sonata. They got five people there with one out because you know. Because I think it. I think Sonata's the next up. Also, Sonata's gonna have the IC belt soon. Mm-hmm. He's definitely gonna have that. I IC think it belt should be soon. soon. Like not. Not no, like, no, year. What, what, what's, like what's the event that they hold in June? G one? No, no, no. Uh, the, not not yeah, Dominion. The Dominion? Is that G- the no? That, the Junior Cup? Dominion or? is July. No, I'm talking about like their big. I'm not talking the about G1 the G one tournament. I'm talking about. Nah, it's not the G one, bro. The G. I know that they got the G one uh, Super Show with ROH. No, I'm they talking about the G one tournament in in yeah, July I'm, August. I'm I'm talking about I think Dominion. Dominions in June, yeah. So it should be Dominion. Yeah, that'll be a nice uh, coronation because, like, I feel like that's what, exactly what they did at Wrestle Kingdom. They made it known that Lij is the premier faction within New Japan Pro Wrestling. With they all got the all the type. They got they they basically got all of them because they don't. The only ones they don't really got is the the open uh, the never open weight and the heavyweight championship. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be that Sonata wins the never open weight. Have a Sonata fucking um, Will Ospreay match. At Dominion. Sonata versus Will Ospreay for the never open weight. The New Japan Cup. I think way you could get a title shot. Mm. The winner of that. I'm just saying, bro. The winner of that, they're definitely going to go into Dominion. And... Yeah, bro. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen if they want them to, like, look really dominant. Well, so we checking out right now. And this is episode 40 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your hosts, Nathan McFly. With Mr. Scheiss. And I'll be dangerously. And we out. Peace. Feeling like fuck I'm a New York baby 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 Yeah And I'm feeling like fuck I'm a New York baby 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 We was never really with the horse play Back before the delis were all gourmet Before the high rises there was more shade that's a paradox, I learned not to stare at ops I see motherfuckers drop for a long gaze We was hooping from the morning, those were long days I don't know you, then it's fuck you, that's the wrong way to be And I know it, but that's what the city taught me Fortes was my forte Now they plastic like the faces of the models that we all raise On pedestals, the lifestyle we all crave I don't give a fuck about your little icy or cream Or your motherfucking sorbet Rich kids down the block from where the poor stay Only time they come together is for drugs or the ball play Thought that they was cool shit until they caught each other on the wrong day I got homies that'd rather be arrested than Ignored, hey, can you blame them? They'd rather be dead than be average School to prison pipeline, they legacy applicants Fuck the white boy with the jumper Go and tell him about this shit, yo, I don't know Ain't a single resident that don't want more I grew up with some feelings like I won't show I'd rather be washed than be pussy So if them boys press me, I was gonna go I was scared that my ego wasn't gonna grow Saw that fear in the eyes of all my mans too I ain't know how I'd be great, but I plan to You can't always just be happy, let this song play It's all love, but shit, homie, this an off day Shit, I'm from where it's fuck you till it's not And once 
Bronx, it's not there. Anytime you got a problem, you can call me. New York City, like fuck. I'm a New York baby. 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 Yeah, and I'm feeling like fuck. I'm a New York baby. 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 For the happy rappers Sweetest candy What happened to Laffy Taffy rappers If this was the 90s You know what half tacky at us It ain't nothing to add us I don't trust niggas No further than I can throw them No wonder I keep the toast With all this bread I'ma show em. We don't throw jabs We hit them with hooks If the words don't touch them We hit them with books Always in the hood Politicking with crooks Cut the curls off How many feeling this look? How many times I'ma hear I'm underrated New name Saint Chavo That's a New York State statement Everything ghetto ain't fabulous Don't be mad at us Even when there's mad of us No lie, I got a New York drive Table talk, everybody want a piece of pie Bodega cat, I ain't got nine lives Try to get me nine times, I be on ten toes Trafficking on four wheels Moving weight for real Got my bitch in foreign hills Walking up foreign hill Ferrari, foreign change After taxes, brand new bracket I'm in, look what happened to them Bodega clapping again Fuck I'm a New York baby I'm a New York baby. 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 I